So it's 12.01 here in Ventnor City, New Jersey, and this, this is news that you can use from CarEdge for Thursday, August 17th. Sorry we're running late, but it turns out that our boom microphone, well, it ain't working, so there ain't no boom. There's some casualties from the first ever Car Edge sales event. All right, here's the deal, folks. The market has flipped. That is the theme. Oh, my God. It has, Dad. Oh, jeez. Why are you giving me a hard time? <laughs> we look at the same data. What are you, you know, giving me a hard time? What is this? You keep, you keep acting like, like the market is like the, the, the a gymnastics team, and all they're doing is floor exercises and flipping. It. They flipped. Look, wholesale used car prices. Blackbook shows them being down 1.45% week over week. Yeah, 2.55% the last two weeks. How's yeah. that not a market flip? It's an adjustment. There's a big look difference. Look at the chart. For those of you that look, listen. Look at the chart, ladies and For those of you that listen to the podcast and don't yes. join us on YouTube, yes. look at that, Dad. I don't think we've ever seen... Such lows, except for the only exception would be at the beginning of the COVID pandemic in yes. May of 2020. Yes. We're, we are seeing the the most significant. So just so everyone understands, red line means week over week, prices of wholesale used cars did not change. Anything above it means that used car prices on the wholesale market uh, went up. So appreciated. Yes. So you can see when we had back here in 2021, wholesale used car prices appreciating week over week, sometimes as much as 2%. That yes. was insanity. And look at this, man. We saw 1.45% decline week over week. That's incredible. Yes. An adjustment. It's not a flip yet. How's it not a flip? Because we haven't seen anything impact the retail side of things. You know, I did. This is going to impact retail. I, I spoke to my dear friend Chip yesterday. All right, Chip. Chip is a wholesale buyer for a large dealership group. What did Chip have to say? Um, he doesn't know when it's ever going to get back to what we would consider normal. He, he thinks this stuff could go on for years. Um, yes, wholesale prices are coming down. Retail prices have not been impacted. Um, dealership, when it comes, their dealerships, when it comes to new cars, they're back to discounting. Um, of course, most of their, a lot of their stores are, are luxury stores, and they're back to discounting. Uh, realizing that it is the new and used car department's job every month to create additional potential service customers because that's where they see the future of their businesses in the service side of things. That's where they've always seen their business. Yeah, but but yes, retail on the on the new car side, retail has gone down. Mm -hmm. Retail gross profits. On the used car side of things, not so much. I don't know. I think we're about to start to see that happen. You can't have 1.5% declines and not see retail prices impacted. Really? Yeah, because you also have rising interest rates, which means that dealers who are floor planning their inventory are going to feel some pressure. Let's look at the segments really quickly just okay. so we can pull this data up. Compact car prices at the wholesale auctions down 2.35% week over week. That's they huge. were leading the charge there. And we yes. know compact car prices... We just had the video go out on the Car Edge channel on Tuesday, I think it was, talking about the affordability, you know, the lack of, of under $10,000 used cars. Well, compact car prices on the wholesale market's going down 2.35% 2, 2, 2 is material. And then look at this, Dad, full-size pickup trucks 
losing nearly a thousand dollars if you're very generous with your rounding seven hundred and fifty seven dollars <laughs> yeah and did you read what they attributed to what did they attribute the large 2.66 percent decline in full-size pickup truck the the, in, the increase of dodge ram inventory and the increase in Ram truck incentives from Stellantis. Really? Yes. Read the article. It's right there. So in the Black Book analysis, they're saying that they're seeing downward pressure on used cars, used full-size pickup trucks, yes. because new vehicles are have an oversupply and because there are more material incentives from the manufacturer. Yes. That's huge. Is that yeah, that's, that? But that's that that impacts one brand. Well, we know Ford inventory is building back as well. Yeah. We absolutely know Ford inventory is building back too. And Chevy, they've been most uh, prudent with restricting their uh, supply chains. Yes. You know, shutting down different um, – what is this? I'm, I'm the director. <laughs> now you know how to use the laptop? Well, I don't know. You just did it. Oh, apparently I did. Igor says, I totally agree with Chip and believe the prices will be all over the place and bounce around based on whatever economic situation we will be undergoing. Of course, again, there's other influences here, but you've got to imagine that uh, you know interest rates are going to continue to go up. Yes. And that poses po- po- – oh, my gosh. Uh, you can't even speak. Poses. Yes. That poses a challenge for consumers who want to buy them. Yes. And it poses a challenge for dealers sitting on inventory. Yes. Both of those point towards prices going down, and we're seeing it show up. Why? And now you're on your phone? Oh, I, I want to do something. I want to make sure we don't get disturbed. I didn't want it going on. You're the director now. You're on your phone during the show. Who are you? I could be going solo. Could be going solo. <laughs> who, who needs you, buddy? Let's take a peek. You know I love doing this when yeah. we're on the show. Let's look at inventory but, levels. But here, here's what I want to say about the retail side of things. Go for it, Ted. Just because, just because wholesale prices, wholesale, I have to say wholesale instead of wholesale because people, yeah. 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 So just because wholesale prices are declining precipitously and rapidly doesn't mean that the dealers are ever going to reflect that in any dramatic fashion on the retail asking price. But it does mean that those vehicles are more negotiable. So that means that- It buyers... doesn't mean that at all. Yes, it does. It does not. Absolutely, it does. Why? Why do they have to negotiate? They're still going to scream, for the most part, that there's a shortage of cars. Of course. Okay. They've already proven, even though um, the average days to turn is about 51 days now, mm-hmm. they've already proven- that there's enough people out there that will continue to buy at the higher price points. So why would they come down? Because if I'm an operator, if I yes. run the dealership and I've got my sales managers in place and I'm sitting on a used car, sure, I might advertise a price that's still quite high. But if a customer comes in and they're in the dealership and they actually want to buy the thing and they negotiate with me yeah, and I'm looking at, I can take a deal that's right in front of me or I can send it to the auction. Well, when I used to send it to the auction, I would make money. Now, when I send it to the auction, the values have gone down week over week, one and a half percent. Yeah, they could lose money. That so, is going so, to that's so going to influence perhaps, decision making. Perhaps on ninety day old units. Boom! I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. That that at that point they're going to say, "Well, we bought this car when when wholesale prices were higher than they are today. We've been asking a ton. Let's let's take whatever we can get." 
the new cars that they're buying at the cheap, they ain't going to give those away. They ain't going to lower the prices on those. They're going to justify keeping those prices high to, to be able to entertain whatever short profits or losses they make selling their old inventory, their aged inventory. I Just because wholesale values have dropped, I honestly, in my heart of hearts, don't expect the dealers to say, well, let's make it easier for people to buy cars. They're still out there buying cars at the high prices. They've got, they have no incentive at this point, at this particular point in time, to, to lower the retail asking prices. But that, I it think, just increases their margins. I think this is why maybe, maybe saying the market has flipped is hyperbolic, but the market is flipping is a more appropriate way to frame it because they can operate with that mindset for only so long. There are economic incentives that force their hands. A dealer can hold on to that inventory. And we've got a couple great comments that have yes. come through in the chat. Dan, uh, Dan, Dan, excuse me, says it here. Until the demand goes down, I don't see the dealers negotiating. But I think that's what we're already starting to see, is we're starting to see a slowdown demand. Not a big enough slowdown demand, but the month over month and year over year growth rates are slowing down because interest rates are going up. And if that trend continues, I bet you August ends up being a pretty slow month for the industry. August in general is a slow month for the industry. And I think this year, especially as interest rates have gone up. That'll create an economic incentive for these dealers to take shorter deals, to turn their inventory. Because what's happening is what we're seeing what Josh is saying here. Josh yes. is saying, my local Ram dealer has hundreds of Ram vans and trucks. I assume they are meant to be work vehicles. They have them at two different dirt lots. How do they afford so much inventory? We're seeing what Josh is saying pick up not only on new car prices, but also even on used car prices. Like those that, that, will, that will materially impact pre-owned Ram pickups. That's what that's going to impact, okay? But it's not going to materially impact overall used car retail asking prices. Dealers will look at what they're buying at the moment and say to themselves, guess what? We can, we can increase what our profit margin has been because suddenly we can buy this pickup truck $800 less this week than we did last week. Or we can buy this compact car $235 less this week than what we had to pay last week. And last week we saved another $200. They're going to look at it as a way to be able to maintain their inflated profit margins on pre-owned vehicles. That's my opinion. I could be wrong. I could be wrong too. Well, the reality is, we could all be wrong, okay? <laughs> well, no, one and, of us will be right. And and if you look at our history, we typically are wrong. Now, you know, I, I see the comments all the time. And I'm just going to say this. Going back to, I think it was January and February, or February, whenever it was, when I did that solo video on pre-owned cars, and I said, hey, if you're looking at a pre-owned car and you find a car you like, it's going to be cheaper today than it's going to be tomorrow, which was diametrically opposed to what you believed and probably still believe. Um, so, yes, there's two of us saying two different things on this channel. One of us believes that prices will remain high. The other believes that prices are going to materially go down. Yeah, let's just, I mean, one of us is right and one of us is wrong. All right, so let's switch gears. We're, we're both right. Yeah, and that's happening, I think, in different segments yes. of the market. I do want to pull it up, though, because we haven't done it in a while, Dad. I'm going to the site. 
Okay. The reason I'm going to the site, we've got our new questionnaire. And it looks great. really does. But I want to click on Browse Cars because what I want to do is I want to put this to the test. We're saying it's just Rams maybe. Oh, can I say one other thing real quick? The other day, uh, there was a video that played. And somebody counted up the number of times you said dad oh, in was the it? video. And it was 13 times. That's not that and, bad. And my response to him was, hey, thanks for counting. We'll see if we can break that total on the next one. <laughs> I am certain. On that six-hour live stream, oh, I'm my God, fairly certain. Just, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure you said dad 10,000 times. All right, so we're here in uh, the zip code. We're searching nationwide you might from even our called zip code. Mike Sheehan dad. Sorry, Mike Sheehan, if I called you dad. Am I sorry? All right, let's do new Rams in our area. Dad. Yes. All right. So this is in the Atlantic City, New Jersey area. Thirty-one days on market. Thirty-one days on all. Thirty-one days on market. Thirty-one days on market. Uh, wow. They must have listed all this inventory at the exact same time. All right, let's click on this Longhorn. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Let's click on this Longhorn. Oh, do I really have to log in? Yeah. Well, you know, you know how this stuff works. Give me a second, gang. I gotta yeah. log in. And and ladies and gentlemen, we have to buy a new boom mic. Yeah, the poor uh, kind of disappointing that the microphone. All right, so what I want to look at here: two hundred eighteen days supply, Dad. Yeah. All right, so that's Ram pickup trucks. Well, that's that's the Ram fifteen. Yeah, it's a Ram fifteen hundred Longhorn. Longhorn. But again, what we're doing here is we're looking at, on the Black Book data, they saw a 2.66% decline week over week in full-size pickup trucks. So let's yes. run another one. So that's did Ram want, pickup did trucks. Did you want to run a, a, a pre-owned? To see what, yeah, let's do that. That would make, that, that, that would be comparative. All right, so here's an Atlantic City, a Ram 1500, 100,000 miles on it. Let's look at it. <laughs> This is a 2017. Yeah. Damn, it looks good. 116 days supply, Dad. Yeah. Check the price history. Let's look at the price. Let that, me, better yet, let me run a car edge report. Oh, I'm out of... Oh, I have 12 credits. Yes. Wow. You own the company. Why do you mean you only have 12 credits? <laughs> <laughs> it's your company. <laughs> I got to ask for credits or I got to pay, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So they've had, oh, my gosh, 99,000 miles on it. This is advertised. Yeah, very aggressive pricing on this. Price history. Okay, yeah. see, they've come down, Dad, a lot. They were at 24, 499, and yeah. now they're at 23. So they've come down $1,000. They were, what, 24? Back on August 10. 499. So a week ago. And they're and now they're down to? They've dropped it $1,000. No, they have not. They dropped it $500. Oh. I mean, let me help you with the math. I, they we, dropped we, it 500 bucks. We all know I'm not particularly good at math, but yeah, it's about 500 bucks. But look at that. It's in the middle of the market in terms of days on market. Yes. But it's really aggressively priced, which leads me to think that there may be some other stuff added on. Okay, so they're aggressively priced. Yeah. Okay. What's that tell you about everybody else? Everyone else is, is Even higher. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for proving my point. But I think the black book numbers are indicative, Dad, of what could be. What could happen? Yeah. It might happen. If might... this happens again next week. Okay, can I can I burst my bubble? You burst your own can bubble? Can I burst my own bubble? Sure. Same day that we get that black book data, we get this data, gang. Yeah. Wholesale used vehicle prices increased marginally in the first <laughs> half of August. Uh, well, the part uh, you have to realize that, is, that that me it, off is when you get that from Cox Automotive. They are only 
tracking the sales from their own Mannheim auctions. Black Book and, and sales from Mannheim auctions, just so everybody understands, um, which are owned by Cox, they represent about 55% of all the wholesale transactions in the market. Black Book has access to about 95% of all the wholesale transactions that took place in the market, which is why I lend more credence to the Black Book information because it's just not relying on man one, one auction. It's, it's relying on everything. I will mention, folks, that back in your car edge account, you can yeah. and should get access to Black Book valuations. We pay for that privilege so that our community members can have it. Just go under Tools and then click on Black Book. You can enter any VIN, its mileage, and what state you're in to get Black Book values. I'd be very curious. Let's actually do this. Let's go okay. full, full spectrum here. So here was the VIN. This had 99,000 miles on it, and we were in the state of New Jersey. We were indeed, which is where we are. All righty. And then okay, get my trade in value. So there you go. Let's see. What are we working with here, Dad? The actual trade in value for this vehicle, private sale, retail. Okay, here you go. Yeah. Twenty one thousand four hundred dollars. That dealer was asking what twenty three. Twenty three. Uh, so not. that dealer. So this is a perfect example of we're, we're. This is awesome. Yeah. This is awesome. We can literally look at side by side. Blackbook puts out the data that says this past week wholesale full size pickup trucks drops. $757, 2.66% in value. Yes. Then we can run a black book valuation on a full-size pickup truck yes. and see and compare it to this dealer's asking price and see that they're overpriced. Well, unless, and, it's, in, unless it's in great condition, and, which would be hard-pressed to believe yep. on a 100,000-mile six-year-old truck. Oh, it's not. In, or seven-year-old I, I, I hate to say it's not in great condition. And if I go back to the Car Edge report, Dad, which yes. Justice said, now I have more credits. So thank you, Justice. Thank you, Justice. Um, <laughs> if I go ahead and view that report, yeah. we can see that this dealer yes. is pricing. So, so Black Book show this is super interesting. Black Book shows that they're about $3,000 over on what they should be asking for. And yet they're 11.7% below what everybody else is asking. So then you think to yourself, okay, well maybe it's because it has more mileage than all the vehicles for sale. No, no. all the other vehicles, the average mileage is $95,000. This year. proves your point, Dad. This proves your point that dealers are asking way too much money for used cars, but Black Book is seemingly one step ahead of the curve. If this happens again next week, Two weeks doesn't make a trend, but it certainly points towards a flip. It, it points towards the continued correction. And and here's the thing that we That's really good way to phrase it that we really need to understand is typically in the past, what happens at the auctions on the wholesale level is usually re started to be reflected on the retail level about six to eight weeks later. And we really haven't seen, we, we, we know that so far this year, wholesale prices have gone down about 11.7%. And retail asking prices over that same period of time have dropped a half a percent. So, so far, yeah. we haven't seen the, um, the, the same type of drop on the retail side as what you would expect. And it's been more than six or eight weeks. That is why I don't believe that even though the wholesale values are 
the depreciation is increasing rapidly. Massive. That, But that is why I don't think we will see any significant price reduction on the retail asking prices. We haven't seen that correlation yet this year to any great degree. 11.7% decline to a half a point decline. Wholesale to retail. Yeah. 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 So, you know, what? So, we're, so we your could, trade-in's worth a lot less. Yeah. So we could see another 3 or 4% drop in wholesale values this month. And maybe, just maybe, six, eight weeks from now, we see retail asking prices go down another half a point. So we get this question a lot. Should I buy a car now with interest rates where they are, negotiability where it is, et cetera, or should I wait till the end of the year? And I think if you're in the used car market and if you buy, if you subscribe to my dad's thinking, you buy it, you now. Buy it now because your interest rate is going to be better today than it would be. You would yes. Be smart, and plus your trade-in value is going to be better today than it would now, be. Now, if buy. you're thinking of a new car, yeah, you can make a great case to wait till end of year if you're able to. Well, and typically, historically, new car prices are at their lowest the last month of the year, and in particular, the last week of the year, because that's when factory incentives, both on the consumer side and the dealership side, are at their highest peak. Yep. So if you're looking for a new car, Wait as long as you can. Wait till December if you can. If you're looking for a used car, I am of the opinion, and this is my opinion. I'm of the opinion that if you find a used car you like today and it checks out, that you're better off buying it today than hoping against hope, it seems, that the asking prices are going to go down in the future. They have not really significantly dropped this year. So, if you find something you're like, you like, buy it before interest rates continue to go up. Buy it before dealers decide, hey, we need discount. But again, this is a super interesting discussion because I think my argument is really logical that there will be. Incentive. I don't disagree. Yeah, so I think I, I tune in next week. Yeah, All I right, don't let's... disagree that your that your argument is really logical. Yeah, I think that we live in, in a logical, Ill, in an yeah. illogical time, and we have. For the past three years. Pops, we've got great, thoughtful contributions that have come in through the chat. We're going to yes. turn to those after we do yeah. our favorite segment. Can you hit me with an ad lit, please? Uh, really? you got to be kidding me. All right, we've got two. Really, you've got to be kidding me really? for today. <laughs> you got to be kidding Really? we got two? Here's the first one. Both of them come from social media. Yeah. This one was tagged. I was tagged on that. Yes. At Shevska, that's me over yeah. on social media. At My Car Edge, that's also me on uh, or us on social media have you seen this dealer doesn't list msrp on their website but srp yes. with 1335 in delivery and an additional 2088 dollars in bs distributor options 73 dollars for phone cables that on amazon cost less than 20 dollars. i won't be buying from toyota look at this dad gone are the days of msrp on dealer websites Welcome to the world of suggested retail. Prices. Just suggested retail. I thought this was yeah, ridiculous. That, well, it is, and and but Toyota is kind of trying to rephrase what it is on their Monroney labels. For instance, the the uh, destination and handling is now listed as delivery fee on the Monroney label. Mm-hmm. So they they it's the same thing it's always been handling or destination, mm-hmm. but they, they decided to rename it. And, and 
Yeah, but for the dealer to to now be framing things as just SRP. Well, it's 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 Toyota's suggested retail price is what it is. I don't Um, like seeing – I don't but like seeing it, creativity when it comes to this. Stuff. I, I don't either because it's just for, confusion for it to be a level playing field. The MSRP should be the MS. Everybody has grown accustomed to what the manufacturer suggested retail price is, which was mandated by a federal law. Senator Monroney. Yes. That that required that a window sticker, a Monroney label be affixed to every new car at every dealership with the total manufacturer suggested retail price, not Toyota's suggested re- the not manufacturer, the, not the dealer's suggested retail. So yeah, yes. So and especially in a world of addendum stickers and add-ons, this just creates more confusion. Exactly, that's a terrible which, precedent. Which which indicates to me that this particular dealer and and other dealers as well are trying to do exactly that confuse the public because they are quoting different terminology which is meant to to actually reflect the same terminology just in a different way so that it confuses the hell out of the the buying public and they don't know what the hell's going on starting to confuse the hell out of me we've got one more pops wish this one this one was this one is um it's it's quite quite scary this is disgusting from my tiktok dms Eight ancillary products on the deal totaling over $10,000. It's $13,000 in additional charges. And the customer says, quote, something doesn't look right. This is a perfect example of consumers needing to take take control and understand what they're signing a contract for. And also a dealership that just totally took advantage of someone in the F&I office. This is for a Genesis, I think it was a G70 Look at all of the ancillary products that the F&I office sold this woman dead. Dent protection for $940, tire and wheel protection for $1439, cosmetic wheel protection for $1059, appearance protection for $939, a service contract for nearly $5,000, the Genesis maintenance wrap for nearly $2,000, gap protection for $1,000, and key protection for $600. You end up with $13,000 in add-ons on one car deal pad. Now, most of this falls on the consumer. Yeah, I completely agree. And the reason it falls on the consumer is everything is itemized on the buyer's order. You can't sign this thing without understanding what you're signing. Exactly. You, 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 You have to look at it and go, Okay, please explain to me what all these charges are and why why are each one of them that much money and I don't want them or I don't think I need all that. It is there is a certain personal responsibility that goes with the purchase of any product. Automobiles, with whatever it is. $80,000. Yeah, there's responsibility yes. that comes with spending $80,000. Yes. It it is it is your personal responsibility to understand what it is that you're signing. If you don't stop the process until you do, okay? It. We all know, and if we don't know it by now, then there then there's something wrong with us. We all know that the dealership will sell you whatever they can if you are foolish enough to say okay. Don't be foolish enough. We keep talking about it. 
knowledge is power, or realistically, applied knowledge is power. Educate yourself before you go in there, not after you've signed for stuff. Fortunately, a lot of these products are cancelable yes. for a prorated refund. We own cancelmyextendedwarranty.com, which will help you. It's a free guide that Miss Kimberly Klein on our team put together to walk you through canceling your extended warranty and similar products so you can get money back in your pocket. But still, I agree with you, Dad. Spot on. This is this is on the consumer before they go in. You, you owe it to yourself to be educated. You just owe it to yourself. Don't, don't leave yourself at the mercy of the dealership, especially a dealership where people work on a commission basis so that the more they make, the more they make. Yeah. Okay. Their pay plans are based on trying to extract as much gross profit as they possibly can. Not all, but most. Most. Yeah. And so you have to understand that. All right, let's go to the chat here, Debbie. Yes. Some thoughtful contributions come in. Michael. Thank, thank you, Michael. You. After all this chaos and manipulation by dealerships, what good do they do? Why do we allow them to exist? All right, so we were talking about, you mentioned Chip, your your friend who still yes. works in the industry, and they're trying to make service the big portion of their yes. Service, Michael, is a huge piece of this, uh, making sure that your car can stay on the road. So I think uh, as long as we're driving, I mean, what is it, like 200 million cars on the road in the United More States? More than that, I As think. long as there's 200 plus million cars yeah. on the road, there's going to be dealerships so they can help with service, warranty work, things like that. Yes. Does the sales side need to be a revolution? Absolutely. Yes. And are we trying to do that? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, we had Dan from John. Thank John, you, thank John. you for the contribution. Even if new car prices drop 20%, they are still unaffordable to many retail customers. <clears throat> Thus, used car prices at retail will prob maintain, probably maintain strength as most buyers are simply payment buyers. I think that's spot on. Spot on. on. <clears throat> yep. Yep. I, I, you know, uh, John, I'm going to consult with you next time so I can say what I need to say in fewer words because you nailed it, my friend. From Florida Man, thank you for the contribution. Florida that was Man. a great uh, um, show. I don't know if it was on Netflix or Hulu, Florida Man. It was really an, an enjoyable. And a great community member here at Carnival. Yes, yes. Oh, he's, he's even a better community member than he was a, a limited series on whatever. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Six-hour live stream is borderline elder abuse. I'm glad you at least <laughs> fed him. Congrats on a successful event. Yeah, we did do a six-hour live stream. My dad was sadly pretty sick afterwards. Yeah, it was it, it was not borderline elder abuse. It, it dad, did, don't it, say it. Don't say it. It was bad for my health. It was yeah. It wasn't elder <laughs> abuse though. Yeah, you were you were feeling it on Sunday and Monday and Tuesday, yeah, but and Wednesday. I'm, but you're yeah. back to normal now. Yes, yes, I am. It was it was. You know, at four a little after four, Zach said, "Come on, man, we got to stop." Doing this live stream, I said, we can't. You know, we said we were going to do it until six. We've only got two more hours. And he said, no, we're pulling the plug. And the minute he pulled the plug, you just, did, I, you just I collapsed. Yeah, you collapsed. <laughs> you 100% yeah, collapsed. Yeah, I, I, I didn't realize how thick the brick wall was that I that I had hit. <laughs> but man, I, I I had hit a brick wall that that has taken me four or five days to uh, recover from and um, it pains yeah. me to say it but we're already working on our next car edge sales event yeah, there does, are a lot doesn't of pain you as much as it pains you. i'm gonna have to train you're gonna have to train. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think this is oh my god that that was that was 
that was, you know, and and I, I've told you the story that, that, you know, when we flew to Chicago, Jenny and I for an Acura meeting one time and, you know, it's a, from, from Arizona to Chicago was like a three, three and a half hour flight. And yeah. Jenny finally said to me in the middle of the flight, she said, don't you ever stop talking? And, you know, the, the honest answer is, well, no. <laughs> okay. But at least I admit it on, on Saturday, even I ran out of stuff to say. It was like, how many times can I say the same thing over and over and over again? But I will tell you one thing. Montalbanos is now as famous as I suggested they were prior to the, to the broadcast. Food was good. We had the food truck. I do want to let everyone know we are doing an Ask Us Anything today over on Instagram. So please be following over at My Car Edge. Just click on the story to see the story. We're going to be doing an Ask Us Anything. We are going to be doing that this afternoon. So please... Please go check that out. And, Pops, I'll just share with you a quick success story. I got a text message yes. from one of our community members, Carol. Yes. And look at that. Her grandson. Oh. Her grandson with her, with the beautiful um, uh, compass that she picked up at the sales event. I'm not going to put it up on the screen because I don't have Carol's permission. But Yes. Yeah, that's what we're here to do. We're here to help people have fun, save some money, have a good experience. We're really, really and, proud and, that we're able to do it. And for the most part, we've done it. In the most part, we've done it. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. Okay. Miss Kimberly Klein. It's been yes. too long, so she'll be on with us tomorrow. We got to figure out this boom mic situation. But thank you everyone for being here, being a part of our community. Check out CarEdge.com. If you know anyone who's buying a car, please turn them on to us. We're here to help. Stop picking your nails. I'm... <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have I'll have new nails by tomorrow. <laughs>